a second date because that's what I thought. I was like, you know what? Maybe it was just like first date jitters, hung out again. It was like hanging out with just a dry piece of toast. <laughs> Welcome back to Give, Give It To Me, me straight. straight. I need a little more life out of you. I just contributed to that. What are you talking about? It sounded like a little, like you're partially alive. Your eyes were closed. You didn't <laughs> were even they? see. Yeah. When you said, give it to me straight, you I'm, close your eyes. I'm battling a hangover. Are you? You're not. We didn't drink last night. I know. I just, now it's oh, like a two day. from like three days it's ago. It's like a two day recovery for me. <laughs> I was very confused. I I don't know what's going on. Oh, I know. I'm getting older. It is crazy the older that you get how drinking affects your body so differently than when you were in your early 20s because it's almost like an investment now. Drinking, it's like not worth it. It's like I work so I'm able to like have that one night to party. Like I look forward to that. But then it's like it's such a process. It takes days to recover. Right. Like you have to plan it out. And not just that. Like we treat our bodies so well. Most of the time. The that's, most part. But that's what I'm saying. And then we just destroy it for what? You know, just to... Just like, I mean, that's living, you know? That's what, that's what we look forward to. That dream. one night to party. No, I don't know. I just feel like the older I'm getting, I'm just like, what's the point? Am I going to become not a trash queen? Am I going to become a sober queen? I, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see that. I don't know. There's nothing like a good mark, though. I think there's like a cutoff point. And a nice glass of wine. Right. I'm so down to have like a couple drinks, you know, really take the edge off. Did you go balls to the walls the other night? No, but it's like at some point it's like, do you really need 15 drinks? You know, (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying like three to four drinks. Yeah. At the end of the night or something. Oh, wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Let me backtrack. Two to three drinks at the end of the night. I like that. Or if I'm day drinking, I'll do some day drinking. But you don't need a. Par- What's the limit? We always say this: like either drink during the day or drink at night. The issue of day drinking is that it always always leads into night drinking. Oh, that's terrible. Whereas, like, you need to have an alarm on your phone where it's like six o'clock. Go home. Cut off. Eat dinner. Sun's go to going bed. down. Go home. <laughs> yeah. That way you could be productive the next day. That never happens. I think it's getting worse though for me is like my hangover anxiety. Oh yeah. I'm getting that more and more now. I'm like, what did I do? What did I say? A lot of people have never heard that term before, anxiety. That's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, it is crippling. And again, I feel like the older that I'm getting, the worse it gets. Again, like I know I said something stupid for sure. And when you like start to weigh the pros and cons, you're like, why do we even poison our right. bodies? Right. I know. It's like, but um, we keep doing it. <laughs> we're, we're just a fucking embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> Me, the trash queen. Right. Uh, All right, my highs and my lows. My high is I got to go back to my old stomping grounds in Winchester, Virginia with my dad. We like to take this trip here like once a year. Was it nostalgic for you? Oh, I am so, I was all in the feels, nostalgic. Did you cry? No. <laughs> no, I but it's just I feel like, like that stuff makes you emotional. <laughs> like thinking about the past? Thinking about your ex. <laughs> no, oh my God. No, but I just love like going back and like seeing where I used to like, you know, play soccer, or, like my old school, my old house. Yeah. And it's just funny to like think about how small you are, you know, like that was my world growing up. Yeah. Winchester, Virginia. Well, and if you haven't moved, like I just feel like when you, I mean, but your, your parents have moved around, but I guess when you were kids, they stayed in one spot. I moved from Connecticut when I was eight and then I stayed 
in Winchester till college. Yeah. But I was in Virginia for a while. Um, You're a little Southern boy. That's right. I'm a hybrid. What did I say? Like a born in the North, raised in the South. I'm, I just, yeah. I, I don't know where I like belong. <laughs> you belong with me. Oh, you boy. Belong Forever. With me. Yeah. <laughs> But that, but that was my high. It was nice to get to spend time with some people I haven't seen in a while. Oh, that's good. Spend time with my dad. My sister always gets to hang out with my dad. Now I got to hang out with my dad. <laughs> like, as if you aren't allowed? What do you mean? Like, you're... Jen, my sister's like the prize child, you know? Jen, all of my parents' passwords are something along the lines of like Jennifer's number one. I guess, you know, my parents, they uh, hang out with my siblings too every day because my sister lives at home. My dad and my brother work together, but I am their password. Oh, nice. <laughs> For things. <laughs> so they like, that's the only sentiment that I got because they're like, we don't want to. That's for, enough right there, though. We don't want to forget you completely. But I, they don't call me. They're the most prized possession. People are listening are probably like, wow, like Alex's parents like li literally hate her. I think they love me, but. <laughs> um, of course they love you. Are we sure? But you, but you are the middle child. So, yeah. you know, there's that. Did you see the TikTok of the girl? Her name's Emily Vondi. I think her handle is the Vondi fam. She made a TikTok about how she has been celebrating her son's birthday on the wrong day. I don't know for how many years. What? but On he purpose? Was, no, on accident. She, she was convinced that he was born on one day, but he was actually born like the day before or the day after. And it wasn't until the insurance company... She was like trying to get him insurance, like something through the insurance company. And they were like, these dates are wrong. <laughs> and she was like, I'm his mother. I know what I'm talking about. And <laughs> it was the wrong date. <laughs> oh my God. She's hilarious. But I was like, as a middle child, this would happen to me. Like I am now not convinced that I'm born on my birthday. I mean, not for nothing though. Uh, you guys actually forget your mother's birthday. We did. So it's the opposite. Yeah. We did all forget my mom's birthday only one year. And that was like 10 years I'll ago. never let it down. Oh, you won't? I said, you'll never let oh, it down. Oh no, I won't. I get anxiety. Now I set like 18 reminders leading up to my mom's birthday. If you're smart, you should just be like my mom and send gifts out uh, four three months, months before. <laughs> three, four months in advance. <laughs> Sending multiple cards at once. Right, Christmas, like, Thanksgiving. My birthday's in April, but I'm expecting a card from your mom within any day now. <laughs> right. Where she she just takes the card. It's like, we love you so much. Like whatever the words are in the card, she just like underlines it like these are the words yeah. that I care about. My dad does that same thing. Love mom plus dad. <laughs> I did notice that we didn't get uh, as many Christmas cards after our episode <laughs> about hating on cards. I know. Listen, guys. I'm, I'm honestly okay with with that though <laughs> you don't want the cards no, i don't want the cards i mean i my question is like what do you do with them uh, after? i'm sure there's like a cutoff period like maybe the day after new year's i mean yeah like you don't keep them i'm sure you some probably people take them down them. when you take down your christmas decorations which, right around the same time right which i was sad to take ours down it freed up so much space in our living room but i feel like our house looks so much more empty without christmas decorations it does i'm okay with that though you would literally rather have nothing in our house right so that was my let's go back that was my high what's your high um my wait well you don't want to go into your low i like to end with my high all right so i'll go into my low my low is that we ordered bar stools that is like the biggest thing <laughs> i'm sorry wait bar stools you ordered bar stools like ordered why do you like anytime there's like some sort of new news it's never you know you no, know that you did not tell me you bought bar stools what's, remember what's wrong with our bar stools you saw me order it and i said these are the bar what do you think of these bar stools? when, when was that like three months ago and they've been back ordered no you literally oh my god i need to start recording you need to stop you. buying shit 
You saw me do it. You saw me make the purchase. Okay. Do they have backs to them? Yes. You approved them. Okay. You literally were like, uh, Alex, they're okay. okay and I was I'm like, well, I love them. Low. Alex just keeps buying stuff and buying stuff. Like she bought $900 worth of mirrors. Yeah. You complained about that in last the garage. episode. I, I and know. they look fabulous. They look okay. You like them. And you then, just don't want to admit it. Like two hours later after my dad and I put him up, he was like doing work at his friend's house and he had two free mirrors that we could have used. Well, it's all about timing. This, I hate you. This is I hate you. So Moving annoying. On. Thanks for, this is my thanks new, for catching me off guard. This is my new low. You. You. <laughs> You're my low. low. Okay. So that's your low. My low. My you low. You didn't even listen to what it is. I just said I don't that care. I would. You're my low. So, you know, the low for both of us here is each other. That's what we're going to leave as our lows. Um, did you do your high? No. What's your high? Getting divorced papers. <laughs> <laughs> um, my high, I did have it. <laughs> my high was going to be how much I love our new home gym. <laughs> With those mirrors. And the, the new bench that you bought. Yeah. I think you have a problem. You have an Amazon purchasing problem. I have if never, I, I think I bought one thing on Amazon and it was a beanie. Cause you don't have an account. Like you don't know how to use the internet. <laughs> so like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't like my information out and there anything, on the interweb. Okay, Dan, if anything you ask me, you're like, Hey, can you order this for me from your Amazon? Like, because you don't want to create your own account. So yeah, like anything that I order, it could be for you. And you're like, stop ordering things from Amazon. I'm like, this is for you, I motherfucker. Think it's, just, it's just too easy. It's such an easy, because you have all of your information on there and you're just like hitting checkout, checkout. Yeah. That's obviously. scary. Yeah, but it's never things that we don't need. Right. Okay. One thing before we get into our topic today, I, I can, I've been meaning to bring this up the past like two podcast episodes about all the uh, male attention I've been getting on Instagram in my direct messages. I don't mind them. I don't mind them. You got to keep them appropriate, you know? I'm married. Getting a lot of messages saying, hey, are you bi? Hey, what's your address? You know, I don't, I don't think those are really appropriate questions to ask a married man. Now, if I was single, it'd be a different story. I mean, from my perspective... I just think it's rude because we're married, but also that they're not sliding into my DMs. I, yeah, <laughs> Alex is a little jealous. We gotta show Alex some love. No, you know what? I don't want that type of attention. Truly, <laughs> like it would make me uncomfortable. But I get enough love from like people just saying we're funny. <laughs> so you get nice compliments. Mine are like, where yeah, you what, at? What where you at? Do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dudes are aggressive. Being on the other end of that. What's crazy though is you would think that oh, like the dudes are in my DMs, the girls are in your DMs. Like that is not the case. No. Like I have the girls in my dms being like let's be friends and i'm like absolutely and the dudes are in your dms like i want that day i know it's very <laughs> aggressive oh my gosh i wonder if that line ever works just what? just like i feel like guys like oh you know it's gonna really get them to talk to me is i'm gonna be so straightforward like yeah i mean you probably pose as a challenge to them where they're like i'm gonna get this guy to turn on his wife and love me i have i have no fucking idea how someone could be so assertive to someone they don't know i mean i respect it but at the same time like respect me you know that <laughs> wait, John, wait, wait you respect, I respect how they respond i respect their <laughs> assertiveness you know and just like going what you going for what you want but hey like, man wine me wine and dine me all right don't go straight for the kill well, off the first text also is what just i'm like, saying he's taken guys like he's mine just respect me please thank you <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. But social media is a whole beast. It's crazy to think about like, there's this whole virtual world that we are a part of that wasn't a thing 20 years ago, 15, was it 15 years ago? When did social media come around? 2005, Facebook. I know this because... Did you graduate college that year? No, high school. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's when Facebook came out. Because you had to put in your college... Oh, email address. Email. Yeah. Because I just got into college. And I got my, actually had my email link that I was able to use for Facebook. I remember my brother had met some like college kids on some trip he went on and came back and was like, there's this thing called Facebook and you put your picture on it. And I was like, what? And he's like, but it's only for college kids. <laughs> You're not cool yeah. enough yet, Alex. Because I think, well, mine's, MySpace was around before. Oh, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I kind of remember MySpace. I remember you could have, like I had animated like glitter GIFs on it. Not GIFs, like the moving animation things, you know? Isn't that a GIF? Is it GIF or GIF? G-I-F, GIF. But like you could have a song when people went onto your page. Ooh. MySpace top eight. It's kind of nice. You could really uh, cause lots of drama. Fix it up. You know, it was before that, I think, wasn't an AOL Instant Messenger? Well, is that considered social media? That was kind of just like texting. I don't know. I mean, you can be in like chat rooms and stuff. I... Yeah, that's not like social media, though. Okay. You're not so like then posting. MySpace. Yeah. MySpace, I think, was like the first intro to here's my public We could page. be totally wrong. There's probably something else out there we don't know about. And someone's going to be like, oh, you're wrong. So this is just what we remember. <laughs> yeah, true. Before you attack 100 us. A hundred years ago. But yeah, it's kind of, it's definitely uh, come a long way. I mean, I remember then. when Instagram first came out and I was in college I think I was in college. I don't know. I think I downloaded the app in like 2011 or 2012. And that's when like Instagram didn't have any rules and not that it should have rules, but like you were just posting pictures of like your coffee mug or like your like anything that was around that you were like, oh, this is a cool pic of a leaf. I'm going to post it. <laughs> Look at this and sweet angle. Saturation up to 500% and do like a cool fil like a filter a cool border on it. It was just like, you know, the wild west when Instagram first came out. And then people started getting aesthetic feeds and curating everything. There's and there's just too much stuff now. Like there's so many things you can do and so many like filters and and all that stuff is crazy. Well, there's there's good things and bad things about social media. So that's what we're going to dive in today. On my last note, though, about like posting whatever was around you on Instagram, I feel like that's kind of how like what social media was like there wasn't anything there wasn't cancel culture like it was just kind of post whatever you want. And I mean, to a point, you can't just post whatever you want. You shouldn't be able to. I'm, I'm talking about like random shit. But in my experience, like through social media, you know, you post your friends. It's more of a way to like connect with your family and friends and just like show the highlight reel of like what's going on in your life. Like, oh, I went on this vacation. Here's one photo of this as opposed to uploading an entire Facebook photo album. Right. Like when I was in college, we used to do that. Take our fucking digital cameras out to the bar. Just upload. Yeah. And then upload like... 300 pictures from the weekend in a Facebook album. And like now Instagram is just, you know, like one picture, like what's the best picture. So of course it's only going to be the highlights. You're not going to show the bad parts about social media, but I actually don't remember even having a digital camera. Well, probably because like you hung out with girls who would take the photos for you. Yeah. I don't. So was that the only way to do it? Like you couldn't 
I guess your phones back then didn't well, upload. If you didn't have an iPhone, but even then, I feel like the iPhone quality wasn't great. And Could so, you like, even upload at that point? I don't remember. I remember taking my digital camera out. This is gonna age me, and taking the memory card, putting it into my camera in my uh, computer, uploading it from my computer to Facebook specifically. Like I don't think I did any of that from my phone. And then I think that they started rolling out the features that on your Facebook app, you could start uploading. I, my college was such a blur to me. Like I honestly You're don't- You were just drunk. I was just also. drunk the whole time. <laughs> uh, I don't really remember how I uploaded photos. I feel, again, you probably didn't. I feel like most guys didn't. Like girls were the ones who like took the cameras out. Probably. I don't know, unless like- you I mean, your phone did take photos. I may have been able to upload it from like, did Razor phones upload? I remember having a Razor phone. That's true. We were in college in different decades, so. Right. <laughs> Anyways, but it has progressed so much since then. The good parts about social media, though, are what everyone knows. Like, you could still connect with your friends, see the updates in their lives. Like, who goes to reunions anymore? Like, we didn't have a 10-year reunion because of COVID, but like, have you gone to a school reunion? I did. I went to oh, my. Oh, you did. I went to my ten year, and then that was enough. For I me. just feel like on the internet, it's so easy to stay in touch, and like you know, the to the people you want to stay in touch with, it's it's easy, right? Yeah. But even the people who you don't want to, you could still by a quick stalk search them. see yeah. <laughs> stalk them, see like what you know what they're up to, blah blah blah. Right. Like, there's no hype around a reunion anymore because it's easy to see what people are up to if you want to see what they're up to. And now. As a um, creator, I guess, I look at social media so much differently now. I, I look at it specifically as a marketing tool. That's mostly how I see it now. I don't really go on there anymore. I, I do sometimes to see like my close friends, see what they're doing, but most of them I'm, I'm already in contact with. But I really look at it as how we can use this to amplify our brand. That's kind of how I use that because it's, it's a free marketing tool. And it's, yeah. I think that's such a great thing to have. But There's the pros and the cons, but... But I think though, you know, and like people have said, like maybe create a Finsta, like a fake Instagram for just like your close friends, because, you know, there are some things now that I'm like, I would have posted this on my story in the past, but I just don't know if it's like appropriate, like story appropriate for our platform now, like us at the bar or us, you know, running around the house doing like random shit. Cause there's parts of our lives that like we do want to keep private and not necessarily like put on blast for the entire world to right. see. And not that we have the entire world following us, but like, you know, once something is out there, it's out there. I think you have to, yeah, be a little careful with what you're shooting. But I don't normally just go on like the for you page and scroll that much. I mean, if I'm taking a shit, I will, but that's about it. <laughs> I live on the for you page. Do you? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, my dad. It's so it's so entertaining. <sighs> Obviously, I like go back and watch our videos, like, but I just love watching other creators' content. You know what I think actually ruined that for me is video games. I think my attention, like playing Call of Duty, for example, there's so much involved, like my hands, my eyes, like like all that. Where scrolling on TikTok doesn't really do it for me. I'm almost like bored doing it. You get bored like waiting for the punchline or whatever. Yeah. Do you ever see me look through a whole video? I'm always like halfway through the video. Well, no, because sometimes when we're 
laying in bed and you're on Instagram reels or TikTok, I'm like, can you wait? Like, you don't watch the whole video. You just like never. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I, I just get bored. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen someone with that short of an attention. Span. <laughs> right. Right. I'm like, I can't just like sitting there watching TV. And I'm, between you and me, I feel like that would be a trait of mine. Right. I know. Not you. Like, I wouldn't think that you would do that. I don't know. Anyway, my point is, is that before becoming creators, I really did like social media. And like, no, I'm not saying I don't like it now, but it was, it's purpose was different. You know, it was great to connect with family, friends, post again, the, the things that were going on in our lives that were relevant. But I, I remember just like looking at some people's Instagram accounts because I don't think TikTok was around until... I don't even know. We, I, know we, I didn't know about TikTok. We didn't download you... it until the pandemic. But before that. Did you know about it then? I mean, yeah. I think I knew about it before then, like maybe a few months before then, just as like a kid's app or a teen's right. app to dance on. But then I started seeing posts on TikTok and I was like, oh, shit, this there's like adults on here and it's actually hilarious. And that's when I downloaded it, it was during quarantine. Um, but before that, as like a regular quote unquote social media user, I remember putting so much value into the follower count of other people. I felt like seeing someone who had 20,000 followers, I was like, holy shit, like that's amazing. And then it becomes like a popularity contest. And it's like, this person is so cool and they must be so happy, but that doesn't necessarily translate. Like followers do not equal happiness. Right. But again, I think everyone's view on happiness or what makes them happy is different. I think for us, or at least for me, I'm happier now. I mean, I'm happy because we're busy. We're, we're busy and I could see progress with our company and with social media and stuff. Like it creates amazing opportunities. You have the ability to work from home, create your own schedule, do things that you normally wouldn't do. Like you were working in a nursing home daily. Like, of course, this is going to be a different experience for you. But there's, but there's, so there's good and there's bad. Like, again, you're connecting with people, you have like other opportunities, but then you are putting yourself out there. And so when you're uploading a video, you're completely opening yourself up to criticism. And there's great people who are like, you know, I, and I love to say like our followers are so sweet, the majority of them. But then, of course, like there's always going to be trolls. And I feel like thankfully we got into this at an older age where we are confident, know who we are. Like we're not going to let these comments like rip us down. But if I was a kid posting, some people are so brutal and mean and horrible on the Internet. I just don't know if I would be able to mentally handle it. And so I think that that's like where I struggle is when I do post, I love the nice comments, but I make a conscious effort to stay out of my comments because there's been times where we've had like a lot of negative comments on a video just because if people don't agree with what we're doing or how we said something. And so, you know, I want to connect with people and be in the comments, but like for my own self-preservation, I just like avoid the comments at all costs. Yeah, I think it could really affect people. I do believe that you probably shouldn't get into this game if you don't have a thick skin, though. Yeah. It's going to take a toll on your mental health. Yeah. Because um, you could go back and forth with some people and you're not going to win. Like you're, You've already lost. If you feel like you need to like make a comment on someone else's comment, what's the point? And like defend yourself, like not even between 
us. It like sometimes mean comments they just have, battle each other have on nothing there. to do with our videos. It has something to do with like someone said something in the comments and then it's a battle between two people now. And like there's an entire thread. And I'm like, great, the engagement rate on our video is going up because these people are going to war. Right. But like it's these keyboard warriors who don't know they're judging you off of, off a, of a 30 second, 15 second video and assume everything now about your life. And I think so. Also assuming that it's real. Yeah. Right, like right, we are like, a comedy based yeah. account and like, guys, it's a joke. Yeah. Everything we do is a fucking joke. Right. But again, like there's there's a lot of gray area. There's lines that can be crossed. And I think that we do a good job about like trying to not cross an inappropriate we, we, line. Yeah, we try to stay pretty even keel with that. And like we're again, we're a comedy account. Um, but so there's there's just the good, the bad, and the ugly of social media. And I think you have to be able to take them all. Again, I think being on the outside of a creator, it's so easy to be like, oh, that must be like the coolest job and like so amazing and so easy. But like there is a lot of negativity with it as well. But either way, we're very fortunate we get to do it. So hate me, love me, whatever. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like there's the good parts of it. It's, it is a blessing in a lot of ways, but it could also really be difficult. <laughs> but we should give some insight to some of the stuff we've learned from this, I want to give you guys some knowledge of like this world though that we knew nothing about. Drop it, John. As far as like brand stuff. Anyone that wants to become like a creator on here, like the goal normally is to monetize. And there's so many brands out there. This is what I always tell people when they when they ask us like if we're getting paid or whatever. And you got to think about like no one's watching TV anymore, cable TV anymore. So where did all these brand deal? Where all these brands go in, in these advertisements? So most of them will go on like Hulu or one of these streaming platforms, YouTube, whatever. And TikTok's like the big new one now. And so these all these brands are trying to get on there and get to creators to like push their product. And what you can monetize on is crazy in the different avenues in there. Whether it's getting paid to post one TikTok or multiple TikToks through a campaign or paying to to have their like link at the top of your bio. There's so many little things that you could do to monetize, which like I never would have even thought of. Either way, like this isn't about monetization. It's more just like the good, the bad and the ugly of what social media can bring you and the opportunities. And like it is, it has been so amazing for us, but like there is the dark side also. Like for me, mental health wise, it's it's been like really tough, I think. Not even just because of like negative comments, but just the you're always thinking you're always pressure. trying to find yeah it's like the pressure of like consistently feeling like i have to show up and like make good content on top of running a business and so like this in in itself is a business doing social media is a business and then having our actual business where we are connecting with people in person and so i think i've always just been that type of person where like i love connecting with people in real life i just i it's really tough for me, I think, to like respond to every comment and every message. Like, I, I don't know. It just takes a lot. Like, what's tough emotionally is because you're constantly having to like show a happy face. Basically, it's not like you get to just sit here and be like relaxed. What I love about TikTok is people show up authentically as themselves. Like, so even if you're not in a great mood, like you could show up on stories or post a video on TikTok and just being like, "This is real life." 
Um, you know, we are a comedy account, so I try to just post the happy things. Lighthearted things. Yeah. Um, and I think people would appreciate if I did show like more of the behind the scenes, but I feel like that's kind of what our podcast is for, like the behind the scenes of what our lives are, because here you guys really hear like what's going on with like our weekly, our day to day, whereas our social media is the end product are more not the end product, but they're curated, like they're scripted. And so, but that's like what we do for fun again. Um, and so this is where we feel like our outlet is like we we say it all the time that like our podcast is like therapy for us, like just chatting back and forth because it's uninterrupted. We're not out like our we don't look at our phones while we're having these conversations with each other and with you guys. So I love the podcast for that reason, because it is more raw and real. But it's tough because, you know, we created this platform to spread like positivity on social medias, but that's just not the reality. So I think too, when people are commenting things like you guys are relationship goals, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, we still argue. We argue every day. Right. Like we are just normal. You know, we do the best that we can just like you guys. I think we just acknowledge that. Always, let's go back to a communication, baby. That's yeah. that's what it goes back to. Communication. If you're gonna jump into this stuff, figure out why you actually want to do it. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I was into it because I want to monetize. Alex wanted to do all this because she just she's just a social butterfly and loves to. I you just know. like creating things. Yeah, you're a creator for sure. Also, though a trap that you could fall into even not not even as a creator on social media but as a consumer of social media is the comparison trap of just comparing your life to someone else's and someone's feed to what's going on in your life a lot of this like people love to be like social media isn't real like it's not like it is a highlight so i feel like you can't get wrapped up in comparing someone's post to what's going on in your life like that's not that's not reality. Yeah. No, it's everyone has their ups and downs and it's not fucking all sunshine and rainbows. Right. And then I think I also tell anyone when I had a call the other day about people wanting to start like an account or a podcast or whatever. It's like, why are you getting into it? You yeah. Know? Like what is, what is the, what's ultimate? your purpose? Cause if you want to do this, do these things for fun, like it could be fun, but you're going to have to check yourself and make sure you don't get sucked into this trap of like it dictating your life and your emotions. Cause that's that that does happen. Well, and that's where I feel like you do have to disconnect yourself from it so that it doesn't dictate your feelings because it could be so easy to be like, oh, this video flopped. It's going to ruin my day. It doesn't matter. The next one will do great. Whatever your threshold is, you know, you just have to come back down to the why. Like, why am I posting this? What is the purpose of this content? This is funny. We thought this would be an easy topic to talk about. I wish we actually asked questions, like asked people to ask us questions about this. So I had a better idea of what to talk about. This is just such a new new age and a new world of doing these things that we're just tapping into it. And this is kind of just like a little brief synopsis of what we've seen so far. Well, and it's ever evolving. Apparently now meta, like what the heck is that? The metaverse. Well, like what is that? I, I heard something where in the next 10 years, everyone's going to be on this thing and like you can get paid to be in this metaverse. I, I don't know. My dad was telling me something yesterday. He's like, oh, Walmart's going to try this thing out where you shot from your house. You put on this VR headset, which I've never even done before. You put this VR headset on and you're walking through the aisles of Walmart. What? And it looks like you can like almost tangibly pick up these items and see if you want them, scan the barcode. And that's how you're going to buy things. What? 
I guess it's kind of tapping into the younger generations because apparently they're saying our younger generations are on the computer for four to five hours a day. So to tap into that, like, I guess people are like instead of shopping like less click, and less in the store. Clicking on Amazon, they're going to put you yeah, virtually basically. in a store. Oh my God. It's going to get to a point where no one leaves their house. Maybe I shouldn't invest in the home gym. Maybe I should sell the Peloton so I could you go. You could probably just work out in the metaverse. <laughs> they'll, Pro- they'll put little like I little would, pads on no, your body. I would put money on it that they will probably have a, a gym in like a metaverse gym. They just need a better setup for like you moving around because I feel like you have to sign a waiver or something when you get that uh, Oculus. Wait, so is metaverse a virtual reality? From what I know, yeah. Oh. It reminds me of that movie, Ready Player One. So overall, I think social media can be an amazing thing. It's all about perspective, though, and like what you're willing to accept and let into your life from it. And what you want to get out of it. Know that before diving into it. I don't know, that's all we have to say about that. I'm more excited about our new little segment we might do once in a while, or maybe it'll take over, would you rather? Who knows? What is it, Al? Do we have a title for it? Like our new segment? It's like uh, bad Tinder dates or something, right? Tinder horror stories. Tinder horror stories. All right, so let's talk about ours. I didn't think we had a horror story. No, 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 not between us. Like, do you have any bad date that you went on? I had an honest one, which was kind of funny. We like met up. We're having a drink. We say a couple sentences to each other and we just kind of look at each other and we both were like, eh. Like, bo- both of us were like, eh, I respect that. I think our whole date lasted 30 minutes. No way. Got a drink together and we both just did not vibe together. All not right. in a mean way or anything. Yeah. But- there was no like attraction there. Okay. But like, we you, bo- like you both knew. Yeah, we both, we both, she paid for her drink. I paid for my drink. I offered. She's like, no, I'm good. And, oh. and we just kind of like went our separate ways. Peace. I mean. It's kind of the best way to end something. I if, guess. Yeah. Like if you know, like why pretend and then like drag shit on. Right. If you don't need to. Another one I went on. I don't want to like bash her laugh, but it was like aggressively loud for no reason. Like that would be me though, because I have yeah, but but it was like something wasn't funny that was said. Oh, it was like fake, and it was like loud where people like five tables down would like turn and look at it, and oh yeah, I was like, what is happening right now? And it was constant. I'm like, I'm not saying anything funny. I don't know if she was nervous or what. I can't think of a horrible date that I've had, but I've definitely had just like mediocre or like lackluster dates. Like this one guy, he was so hilarious via text, like just knew like so witty and like our banter was so good via text. And I was like, oh my God, this guy is going to be hilarious. I can't wait to meet him in person. The most boring individual. Couldn't, we could not have a conversation, like could not carry on a conversation. And I was like, how are you so witty via text and you you can't talk with me normally in person. I mean, I wonder if, again, everyone's nervous. It's like a first date. I don't know. We went on a, a second date because that's what I thought. I was like, you know what? Maybe it was just like first date jitters, hung out again. It was like hanging out with like just a dry piece of toast. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like you literally. And then same thing, like in between that time, I was like, you know what? He is funny. Like he's funny via text. Like this is, he's, he's, Great. He was just nervous. No, that wasn't it. A dry piece of toast. Yeah. Or like a saltine cracker. I mean, I've been on dates where people don't look like the profile pictures, which I'm sure everyone has. I don't know why people do that. Don't put filters on your photos. Don't do the dog ears or whatever. Just show exactly what you look like. Yeah, but like, don't you as like the person who's on the other side swiping, like when I would see guys who wouldn't, like who I could tell where maybe it was like filtered or like not really 
themselves. Like you could tell. I'm like, I'm not going on a date with you. I don't know. You have two pictures. One of them is with a group and one has a filter. Like I'm not, I'm not going to meet you in person because I don't actually know what you look like. You're going to kill me. Mine's more of a safety element and yours <laughs> is like, are you who you are? I mean, let's be honest. When you're doing a dating app though, you're the pictures. That's the first thing. You're swiping left or right or how the other apps are based off of the photo if you're attracted to that person. So why look different than what you really look like? Because you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. I think uh, showing a variety, like one of you looking like fire, another one of you like with friends, another one like on an adventure, like what you do for fun. Like they can't all be within like the same category. Like you don't want all photos from like weddings that you've attended or like all selfies or all pictures with groups. That was the worst when you would like go onto Tinder and I'd be like, is this a game? Do I have to guess which one you are in every fucking group? Like, I don't know who you are. And have your photos fucking relevant to the mean? time. What do you mean? Like, don't post a photo of you from 10 years ago. Did people do that? Yeah. No. If it was like their fire pick or whatever, like I'm going to post this and you, you have like short hair now or something, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's Oh, like that's true too. Like post what you currently look right. like. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Any other like bad days? No, not really. Um, I don't remember. It just like it got into it started becoming like an interview. You know, it was like a just a process just, like going on dates. Yeah. You again, I wouldn't say like necessarily a horrible date, but I do remember going on a date with this one guy who was just like overly obsessed with me. He kept calling me like baby and like my Alex. I thought, and I thought you were talking about me for a second. No. I, oh, no. From the beginning. I was like, but then you said baby. I was like, I don't say no, that shit. Yeah. From the beginning, you were like my queen, but you did it in a way that was more like joking. sarcastic. Yeah. yeah. And joking. This guy was literally like, I want to take a bubble bath like oh, and cuddle. And it was just like too much, too quick where I was just like, I want to wear your what? skin. Yeah. And it was just like, him trying to input him himself into like my environment like way too quickly and it just turned me off yeah and just like don't like no my alex like ew i, I feel like girls go on so many more dates than guys do oh yeah i mean abby and i when we lived together it was like a full-time job we had a date every night if we wanted oh my god I definitely still feel like there's more chicks than I like, guys I, in Raleigh. I saved all this money because I didn't pay for a single day. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I always toot my own horn. I'm like, that's right. I got Alex in Raleigh when I just feel like it was all dudes. It was. A lot God, of bros. A lot of competition, but... Uh. I don't know. I wouldn't say there was a lot of competition. Like, yeah, there were a lot of guys, but like the quality of men were not up there. That's just my experience, <laughs> though. Was <laughs> just scraping at the bottom of the yeah. barrel, and there I was. And there was John. <laughs> Pick me. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. All right, read some that our listeners posted. Um, when this guy called himself a fashionista, <laughs> imagine being on a date with someone. He's like, I'm a fashionista. I wish you wrote more about what he wore. That's what's annoying though with the Instagram responses is like they're limited. Oh, you could do multiple parts though. I guess went on a half blind date. During, the guy dove into a fountain and broke his nose. I don't know if that's a bad date or like you had dinner and a show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like you got like that was worth it for you. Like were you eating and he, what made him get up and be like, you know what I'm going to fucking do right now? Watch this shit. Snap your nose in half. What? Did you call like the ambulance? I don't know. There, oh, there's man. a lot there. When a guy was on top of me looking at himself in the mirror next to my bed. 
Just checking himself out. Uh, was he checking himself out or checking both of you out in the mirror? Oh, that's well, maybe it depends on mirror placement because maybe it was like he could only see his head. That would be weird. You know, like it depends where the mirror is. Or maybe is. he was being, you know, he don't want to freak you out and make straight eye contact. I don't know. Some people like eye contact. Some people don't like eye contact. Eyes open, eyes closed. You don't know. It's like uh, in Wedding Crashers right. that after that scene, you make me want to shut. Oh, he's like hooking up with all those chicks. Making love. They were making love, John. <laughs> oh, were they? <laughs> yeah. I just thought of another Tinder horror story. It was actually a guy that I met on Bumble. So, you know what? Dating app terrible story i mean and again not super horrible but went on a date with this guy and then we had plans to like go to dinner and then like grab a drink somewhere after we go and he had invited three of his friends to the bar that we were getting a drink after so it's me and like four bros and they're all just like broing out with each other and i'm like yeah like i'm here to talk with you not like hang out with your friends like it, it just the the whole dynamic was like off because, again, he was in his comfort zone with his friends. And then I was just like his bumble date. And they were just that like seems really fucking rude. It was just rude. But it was like in like they were just so inappropriate. Like I was trying to go with the flow and be like, oh, that, like nice to meet your friends. You know, this is cool. Like because he was he was fine. But the more that like I saw him hanging out with his friends, I just like was getting the ick. I was like, ew, I just like don't like how you're talking with your friends like it just felt it was number one too soon to hang out in a group setting right i was outnumbered and i was just like i'm gonna go yeah that's not okay i just called an uber and left i was like i'm just gonna fucking leave bye i did have a first date like that but it was goo was with me and then she had like a couple of her friends with her but we because we knew Oh, I was like, whatever makes you feel comfortable. I don't I don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, and right. I Except think one of them happened to be a guy. If you talk about that, though, beforehand, I feel like that's fine. But to just like spring that on someone mid date and be like, oh, by the way, my friends are meeting. Right. Right. Like, yeah, I don't know. Actually, this was kind of weird. Now that I think about it. it was just me and goo. And then it was like her and like three or four of her friends. And one of them was a dude. And he was trashed and he was like getting in my face and I was what? so confused. I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> I also just feel like there's no reason to have a super long first date. Like there's no reason why we needed to get dinner and then go grab a drink. Like I, I would, I recommend cut it off. I told my sister this. Like, not even dinner. No, absolutely not. The first time you meet somebody, why put yourself in a position where you're committed to something? Yeah. Go Get a beer, coffee. a drink, or a coffee. A beer's fine, or a coffee. If you don't fucking drink, whatever. Pay for yourself, hang out for a little bit, and you can leave whenever, mm -hmm. you know? Don't commit to dinner. Yeah. Don't, whoever says let's go to a movie, that is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever heard. Don't go to a movie for a first, for first date. date. I, I don't... We're not going to talk. We're going to sit I've... next to each other. That's very high school. In silence. I remember doing that in high school. Well, and it probably wasn't like a first. It was someone you who knew you that knew. Person. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. I don't. I. What, are, what are some people thinking? Yeah, but I've never been asked on a first date to the movies. I don't think. I think my sister has. Hmm. Interesting. If she hasn't, I'm making it up. But I don't know. I know yeah. people that have you're gone just, on first dates you're just to getting, the movies. You're just getting lit at the thought of someone doing that for a first it's date. Fucking creepy. <laughs> some weird dude would definitely say, "We should go to the movies." No, bruh. Nah, I'm good. All right. Well, now let's just jump into our segment. Give it to me straight. Where we answer all your burning questions. Hey, I've always struggled with having smaller breasts and compared myself to others with bigger breasts. It's hard because with today's society, you see that all over social media and on TV, having smaller breasts makes me feel not as womanly as others with bigger breasts. 
It's been an issue in relationships before and causes me to be insecure when being around other girls who have that. I love the podcast and know that Alex talks openly about how she doesn't have big boobs <laughs> and seems so confident. So I'm asking for any advice on how to be confident and cope with this. I don't, girl. I am also part of the itty bitty titty committee. I struggled with this as well because I felt like I was such a late bloomer and I never bloomed. <laughs> but like all of my friends were getting boobs and I was like, what the heck? And again, because... It's part of, you know, what society says makes you a woman is having these curves and boobs and, you know, it makes you feel sexy. And so I, was, I felt like I was just never going to like achieve prime womanhood because I was, I was just too busy I was thinking like about boy. you. Yeah. Gawky throwing the football with the dudes in the yard. <laughs> But I think I just got to a point too where I realized that even women who did have beautiful boobies were self-conscious about something. Like everyone had their thing and guys don't actually give a shit if you have tits or not. So like for mm. me, why you think you- I don't, I mean, not John's me. like, mm, you Alex. Well, you, you, you can't, no, I definitely know guys, there's guys who are ass guys, there's guys that are boob guys. There's literally one or the other. There's no like personality guys. Like why, do, like, why does you have to have one or the other? Like, who cares? I'm just saying, you're saying that guys don't care. Like I, as a man, one, I don't care because, you know, I married you. <laughs> <laughs> but there's guys who like are literally like, those are boob guys. But there's, you think that if they met uh, the right girl that they would literally be like, because you don't have big tits, I'm not going to marry you. I'm sure there's assholes out there that, yeah. That's... Yeah, but then you, again, that's what I'm saying though. Like, you're not going to marry that person. No shit. First off, we're go you're, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying you said that guys don't care. Like some guys do care. They're not the best guys, but guys do care. There's fucking assholes out there. Obviously, there's guys who only care about that. They don't give a shit about your personality. Well, right. So Not saying they're the person you should be with. Okay, so right. But let's just be realistic. Okay, fine. Then again, you don't want to be with that person. But I think a normal nice guy is not going to give a shit about if you have huge tits or not. Like they're going to care about you and the quality of person that you are. Also, I think that for me, I had to remind myself like what I did love about my body and like what my good features were. Because again, like I think I'm a fucking beauty queen now, but like I wasn't, I didn't always think that about myself. Um, and so I loved that I have really long legs and nice hair. And although I might not have big tits, like those were other things that maybe other girls didn't have. And it's not about comparing who has what and not, but like you have to remind yourself like what you do love about yourself and that that isn't a defining feature of like what you deserve in life and in a relationship. I agree. I think you just being confident in yourself. But if this is something that is actually like crippling to you or not, not even crippling, but like if it's just something that you've thought about, like you can get a boob job like that's I, unless there's a medical reason that it's off of the table or like you really don't want to get a boob job, but like you could do that. I just personally feel like I don't like, I see a lot of my friends who have huge boobs and if anything, it's more of a hassle for them. I like to work out and they don't get in the way. <laughs> so I don't know. I just think you have to look at the pros and cons, but I think also, you just need to do what's going to make you feel confident in yourself. Yeah, like that's, I that's the main thing. Learn to love myself, but growing up I always hated my nose, and I just got to a point where I'm like I love how I look, but my nose is something that will always bother me from the time that I was a kid. I just like hated my profile. I was like I'm fine from the front, but I just got to a point where I was like I've been thinking about getting a nose job for like 15 years at this point. So I was just like fuck it, and then I just did it. And best decision I ever made. 
I think that's it, right? Doing it for the right reasons. Like if you're doing it for you, yeah. If you're doing it for somebody else or like from external factors, then I don't think that's the best yeah. reason to do something. Exactly. Oh, uh, and the other thing too is um, you just have to look at all the beauty queens who like have little boobies. Like obviously there's super sexy ladies who have huge boobs, but like look at all the fabulous queens out there who have little boobs. That's what I do. I remind myself, I'm like Ariana Grande, queen small boobs. Okay. Question number two, how do you guys navigate your own slash each other's mental health within your relationship? My husband and I are both decently well-adjusted, generally have good mental health and communication, but we're also helpers. Hello, type two Enneagram. So that makes us want to support each other's mental health and sometimes overstep our own roles in trying to support. How do you know what's your mental shit to deal with? What's your partner's mental shit to deal with? And what is the shit that you work through together? Emotional interdependence is healthy, but so is knowing when to step back. The hard part is how do you recognize when to do that? It's all about comforting your partner, whether you can help them or not. I think one thing that is huge when someone is going through something, like whether they're venting to you or struggling internally, is asking them from the forefront and saying, do you want advice on this or do you want to just talk to me about this? Like, do you want me to listen or do you want me to give my feedback? Because I think sometimes by asking that, like it gives then your partner an opportunity to say, I just want you to listen. Like, I don't want your fucking advice. You know what I mean? Like that way, you know where you stand without having to guess. Like, Instead of I'm, assuming. Yeah, that's yeah. actually a really good idea. Yep. I think be, getting right to the point in the beginning where you stand and helping that person, that's a great tool to use. Because being in a relationship... It, it, it also depends on the personality of that person. Like for you, I know you like to work out things on your own and I have to give you space and things like that. But other people like to talk it out, mm -hmm. you know? So you got to kind of know that person and their personality. I mean, yeah. And especially being in a relationship, I think it's easy to like just interject and try to want to problem solve and be like this is what we could do. Let me fix this for you. But communicating with one another is going to be really the only way to recognize like what your partner needs. Cause I feel like for you, I've seen you get like heated in something and like talk your way through it. Like without <laughs> me even having to say something, but sometimes I go, through, you... I go through the stages of like anger, then like understanding and then feeling bad. And then I, and then I'm like, okay. Like in the whole time I'm just like witnessing and I'm like, he'll, he'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't need to say, but sometimes like if you do get kind of off track and like down this, they're doing this to me. I'm like, John, this isn't happening to you. Like, this is just how people are and you can't, you can't change up. So sometimes I think you have to also recognize like where your voice when to of, step in, when yeah, not to step in. Yeah, where your voice of reason makes sense. But again, it, it come it boils down to communication and just like seeing what your partner needs in the moment. And so just ask them. Basically, the main thing through this whole thing is what you said in the beginning, asking them exactly what they want yeah. first. I and, think that's so smart. Yeah. Do you want me to listen or do you want advice? But I think that's all that we have for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. If you want to email us, you can reach us at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. If you want to find us on Instagram, we're at giveittomestraightpodcast and TikTok at giveittomestraight. Anything else, John? Nope. Ciao, ciao. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.